It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Yo, what up, hip hop heads? This is Graffiti Talk Radio, and it's your boy Fresh, along with my partner in crime, Bummer Clock. Bummer Clock, we it. Right here, straight smoking that dank. <laughs> yeah, hip hop heads, we starting a new segment called GTR, presents the independent movements where we'll be showcasing up and coming artists. And uh, the first artist to kick off this segment is Sir Jones. Sir Jones, he's a, an independent artist who's been making some moves on the West Coast. He has two singles out called Ahead of the Game and Drinking All Day. His skills and work ethic also landed him some opportunities to work with artists like Lil Wayne, Corrupt, and Bone Thugs and Harmony. So, hip hop heads, let's give a welcome to Sir Jones. What's up, Sir Jones? Hey, what's going on, man? How y'all doing? How we doing, man? I appreciate everything, man. You know, I'm happy to be here. And starting off the segment this year, you know, 2017, it'd be a good luck this year. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, man, starting everything off, man, where was you born in and what made you want to get into music? I was born in, in, in Long Beach, California. You know, I, I migrated over to, like, the Inland Empire, which is real to, like, around 93, third grade. Pretty much hip-hop, you know, I was uh, I moved to Arizona. And I was just, you know, signing up for a battle. You know, I saw some stuff. And then, you know, I was just out there playing around with it. And pretty much I won the Tucson uh, battle, which was the uh, King of Tucson, which was back in 2006. So I was also pursued by a guy that was working at Warner Brothers, which was like one of the elite engineers, which is Paul Harris. And he told me just to keep, you know, like up with the career because I had talent, like naturally, as far as just coming up with stuff on the go. You know what I mean? Like great creative thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of artists, like, you know, have that, like, creative thoughts. You know, just thinking of a lot of thoughts on the thoughts and be able to compose them and make them into, like, a, a harmony. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, man, you know, because I checked out some of, some of your music on SoundCloud. I ain't going to lie, man. I, I kind of had to search for a bit, man, because I went on SoundCloud, then I went on uh, Reverb Nation, man, and... You know, I'm not telling you just because you're on here, man, but, you know, listening to your, what you bring to the table, man, it's like a belt of fresh air. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, because of the simple fact that, like, you know, radio nowadays, you know, we, we pretty much hearing the same thing, you know, everywhere we go. And, you know, the the hill, you know, independent artists, like what you bring, man, like I said, it's just fresh, man. It was vibrant. You know, so because I was uh, checking out that one song you yeah, did, uh, I can't think of the name of it right now. But I, you, you said that uh, you was bringing a dream like Martin Luther the King. Now I'm feeling now. Oh, you talking about ahead of the game? That's the yeah, shit right yeah, there, yeah, yo. ahead of the game. Yeah, That's the yeah. Shit. So, uh, in the beginning, was you part of the group, or you was always a solo artist? Well, in the beginning, I started off as a group, like, uh, when I started recording, you know, like, I didn't know how to use, uh, what do you call it, back in the day, they had uh, Sonar, uh, and yeah, the Cool yeah, Edit yeah. Pro, and I had a guy that knew how to use Cool Edit Pro, 
And basically, you know, he was making beats from FL Studio, which was Fruity Loops back in the day. Um, so he pretty much put together a beat. And then from there, we just started recording. And I was recording with one of my friends, Charlie Wise. I had a home studio. So, uh, you know, I, but first of all, I bought I bought a um, one of them four-track tape recorder players. You know, the ones you can tape and then you, yeah, you yeah, pretty yeah. much. Right. So I had no beat, but you know, I got I got I got God at the pawn shop and I talked to Paul Harris and he laughed at me. You know, so you can't make no records <laughs> with no tape. You know what I'm saying? Everything yeah. was digital, you know, it was no more right. analog. So, <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you know, we started with, and I bought the Fruit Loops, it was an e machine, man. I was working uh, for Verizon, I spent five hundred bucks on the e machine and started recording at the home and we was a group. You know, we was uh pretty much trying to work everything out, but it kinda got greedy in the first song, like it didn't last probably about maybe like a month. You know, one of the guys already was saying he's going to be a star. You know how that works. And people yeah. fall in love yeah. with girls. You know, women falling for us. And he fell for a girl, and he stopped, you know, um, stopped. he stopped the music. He didn't want to record no more. He was, like, all in love. So his whole thing was just to let a girl know he has some type of talent to where he can trap her and be in love. You feel what I'm saying? So he started. He chose a girl with me. I'm more destined and passionate in what I want to get done, you know, because I wouldn't have took my last $500 to go, you know, make some stuff if I was just looking for the women. So we started off as a group, but then it ended up just being solo. And uh, actually, I saw one of the guys, like, on my Facebook, like, a year ago. We still keep in contact. His name was Young Lean. He actually showed me, in, uh, you know, how to write certain bars to make stuff, you know, like hot and stuff. But I started off as a group, and then from there I just started going solo because I realized, like, working with a lot of people, they'll let you down if they're not on the same page. You know what I mean? Like, you can work with them, but if you're not trying to move together, the boat is just going to be, you know, stuck right there. Right. Yeah, so look, I was going to ask, man, when, when you about the, the four-track tape player, what what year was this? This was 2006. I, was, I wasn't ahead of the game. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I yeah. bought a four track tape recorder, and I was I thought I was gonna be on man. I was gonna go. I was gonna send the tape to the radio station. You know, I, I and you know you think you get in, and a lot of people get into music and think you can just. You know, they don't understand like what the process is of is recording and what you need to get done and how you got to get that done to get that sound. You know, and and that's right. what I thought I was gonna buy a four track recorder, lay some vocals, and go send it. You know, yeah, to the radio stations like the demo tape. That's what it was, a demo tape. Yeah. And that was back in 2006, and they had laptops and computers and Pro Tools and stuff. So I was, I was behind, which was which was <laughs> good though. It showed that I wanted to do something, you know. And uh, pretty much it works more on my live appearance, you know, because you had to use the microphone with the hand, that old, uh, right. not the conventional one, the live one. You know what I'm saying? So that kind right. of gave me like that good feeling, not to be too distorted on stage and yelling in the microphone. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, what's the music scene like in California nowadays? It's, it's it's pretty much very, you know, like, it's like, honestly, right nowadays, the way I see it with the young cats, if you want to go from young to that, because the, the, the OGs is always going to be the OGs is still doing their thing, you know, but to the new scene, it's more like rock, punk, like, uh, like some, 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 uh, bob your head stuff, like, you know, which we all yeah. smoke, but they're using it more to like a rock and roll, but it got a different feel like that, uh, kind of like the Amigos, you know what I'm saying? Like down South, yeah. like the stuff yeah. that a lot of the young cats are doing, it's like the same like uh, like that feel, which I like it, and you know, cause it, it, you know, and honestly, and I was in that lane where I was like, nah, I'm stuck in this, but I just love all music and all musicians, because no matter what it is, it takes time to be like unshy to come in front of people to even let people know what you're doing, you know what I'm saying, and just to attract some person and 
put your all into it to create that energy is so much love, you know. So the, the young cats is actually, they're they holding it down. You know, I, I did a show at the Observatory, which is one of the biggest venues, and I've seen it. I was like, man, these young cats got a different sound, and, and it changed up, you know. So it kind of inspired me to go do different stuff. But, you know, like pretty much uh, once you make that classic hit, you got the hit no matter what time it is, and that's what I've been working on, you know what I mean? Ahead of the game. Hey, yeah, that's the one. And, 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 and I, I, was, I was sitting there, I was challenged because all my songs, uh, I freestyle them. You know, I sit there, I go and I freestyle them, and then, you know, because I, I got good melody. But my, my one of my friends, which is my one of my friends, his name is D. Smith, Dario Smith, he's a barber. He kind of challenged me. He put me on the spot. I was in Washington. You know, he was like, yeah, you got, you could go make good music, but, you know, I never see you, you know, drop bars. And I was like, wait, hold on, what do you mean drop bars? You know, and then he was like, he kind of challenged me. You know, the hook was already in place. So I sat there and ran on the air mattress, and Washington was writing my rhymes. After work, I would come and write my rhymes, you know what I mean? Because it's so cold in Washington. It's like that's the number one suicide rate. Matter of fact, I think weed, they made it legal. Like, if you're 18, you can just go buy it because it's so cold and depressing. So I was sitting there just writing. You know what I mean? (laughs) Writing that song on the air mattress, man, just laying on the air mattress for work, man, just out there just writing it. And I composed it, went to the studio, Got it together and, and knocked it out, man. Which which I think is a is a is a good look, you know. And that's yeah. something I did three years ago, so it's still timeless. You see what I'm saying? Are you are you but, gonna shoot a visual for it, like a video, a visual? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and see, the thing, the reason why I haven't did that, and I've been shooting videos for other stuff, is because that's something that you got to have that that really good budget and a great yeah. director. Yeah. You can't mess that up. It just can't be no cheesy look. You got to be something yeah. where it's really planned out. And something where yes, it makes sir. sense, you know. And I've been thinking about it, but that's that's for sure. That's going on the album right there for sure, you know. And yeah, I, yeah, I constantly sure. Lamont Dozier, I uh, sampled him, and Lamont Dozier approved it, so that's why it's on iTunes. And that, that's one of that's the thing that I'm going to start pushing, probably like around the second or third quarter, though. You know, once I start getting that, because you can't give them your best first, because you give ah, them the yeah. best, and they, they expect like what you know. You you need to go left or right. Yeah, sure. Right, right. So how did you end up hooking over rap the whole thing? Well, pretty much I reached out to uh, his manager, uh, Herman Watson, you know, and pretty from there we became like, you know, he's a cool guy, man, like, you know, showing a lot of love. And, you know, I just reached out and pretty much I got accepted and, you know, we we're going to work on that. We have actually worked on the interview uh, again in a couple of movies he's going to be able to show up and, and pop up. But uh, pretty much reaching out to his manager, uh, Herman, and pretty much we linked up and we'll be doing a lot of things in the future too, so. Up, yo. Okay, cool. Yeah, and uh, you know, you said that you did shows for Lil Wayne, Corrupt, and uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Uh, w- when you was when you when you was performing with them, did any of them pull you to the side and gave you some advice, gave you some game on some stuff? Yeah, Sugar Free uh, actually is, is is a good mentor of mine. Are you guys familiar with Sugar Free, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, he, he showed me a lot, you know, like as far as like, you know, like just being consistent with music, and you know, we chop it up here and there, you know. Like he's a real good friend of mine, real close person. Uh, actually, one of the biggest advice though was Lazy Bone. He gave me some really good advice. He was all like, no matter how many audience you are in, you want to still make that a big part of your repertoire to get out there and and still do it, whether it's like twenty or twenty thousand. And pretty much he showed me, like, the, the closer, the smaller venues are more the, the most up-in-depth, like the close personal ones, you know what I mean? And yeah. pretty much just, you know, just go live. Because at first I was going with the vocals behind the background when I was performing. 
But ever since I started going live, he pretty much showed me, like, you know, live is how you want to do your shows and stuff like that. All right. But, yeah, I never, I never met one. I opened up for him. You know, I was there. You know what I mean? It was in Tucson. This was back in 2007 when he came to the uh, convention center. I got to perform, you know, boom, boom, boom. And then, you know, he came and did his little mixtape thing and dip. You know what I'm saying? That's right, before right. he dropped the Carter, uh, the Carter too. But I did, I did open up. I never got a chance to meet with him in contact, you know, like that, you know. But I did open up. Right. Yeah. So, how many albums you done did so far? I haven't did no albums yet. No albums. No albums. I dropped the EP. Uh, it's this this on on iTunes, Spotify. You okay. can stream it any on a lot of sites. But I haven't did an album. Like I think an album is that one piece of work that you put out there for it to be bought you know what i mean like when, right. when you put it out there it's placed all over the radios and it's, it's like that that work you know i haven't dropped any albums you know but i'm working on that that's going to be this is going to be my first album which is uh since the first interview of the year uh the album is going to be titled the diary of a hustler so yeah i can't wait i'm gonna grab that for sure yeah it yeah. is that's that's a good one i actually i uh, wrote a single to that one too so i'm working on the intro and Starting to work out and get everything uh, magnetized, and that's why I'm starting to do a lot more work with rapping for a tape for that, you know, that fan and get out there and do more work. You know what I mean? More radio and all that stuff, so we can build more people to your page and get it, you know, get it popping, man. Before you drop an album, you don't just drop an album and then do nothing, you know? <laughs> right, exactly. Boy, don't we know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, so. You know, you got a you got a clothing line, and is there any other ventures outside of music that you're working on? Well, right now I'm doing I'm just writing screenplays, you know, because that's that's one of my thing, like writing music and uh, screenplays. So, but yeah. right now I'm pretty much focused on, on on clothing and and pretty much you know like I do I'm looking for like besides myself I'm looking for artists like as far as uh like female artists you know to, to take on and get it cracking, but. No, nah, right now I'm, I'm focused on music, but on the side I write screenplays. But it's nothing I'm pursuing right now. So right now I'm pretty much putting this this whole year into music to generate that to get that. Uh, what do you call that? Recouping, man. I got to start recouping some of this money I put into it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. A lot of money goes into this, man. This is no joke, man. It's like crazy. Yeah. So man, what what what's your take on uh? On today's music, man, you know, by you being in it and seeing what all is going on, you know, what's, you know, what's your point of view of it? Man, you know, it's so really crazy. Like, like when I first got into it, and, and it was, it was more like the old school. Like you spin into a DJ, he gets you popping. Man, social media made it to where you don't even have to do that work no more. And now I'm seeing, like, I'm still stuck in the old school lane. I'm trying to go do these shows, and you know, no, you gotta, you gotta, like what I learned from the the new Tay era, you gotta really build your fan base through social media. Yeah, so, like yeah. a lot of it is just changed. It changed drastically. Like, like it's not even the same no more. Like it, it it's for the good too, you know, because I look at it like now, it, it, it's kind of like quick. The game is so quick, like. You got to have a small attention span. Like, it goes like that. Like, if you don't get popping, you can get popping like that. Or you can, you know, people, they, their attention span is very short. Like, back in the day, we had the time to sit there and wait for the videos and, and look at that. Now, you got to be quick. Like, even, like, 30-second videos, like, click, boom, and then I can get a million views. You know what I mean? Right. Oh. Yeah, and, 
you know, like that old saying goes, history history repeats itself because you remember back in the day, you know, when we had the old labels, you had the uh, you had the single, you know what I'm saying, and then they slowly had phased away with the singles just to drop the whole albums, and now we're going back to singles. You know what I'm saying? You know, right now, you know that. Yeah, you just, you go on social media. If it's a certain song you want, you just get that certain song, you know. So it's just all yeah. coming back around again. Yeah, and and, and that's really true. Like this, the single is like the what's, what's the single? You got the single and then the video. You know, we waited for the video, and the video right. can make or break that single. Now, you know, like like you remember, uh, you remember that lady Kaya? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, doing back. Yeah, <laughs> everybody was pushing that single, man. Everybody was pushing that single, and then they saw the video, and the single just didn't. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. the single was hot though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> single was yeah, like, it was hot. Everybody heard that damn song, you know. So that's why I was like, that single do matter, and that video you got to put that right visual out on top of that. You know what I mean? Because if you don't got that visual, it can yeah. kind of mess it up. Like like Drake with the you the best when he let Kanye do that, you know, it, the visuals yeah. matter. And that, and that's how it was back in the day. We got the single and then we waited for the what? The video. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So that's, that's, that's the internet, the social media, the video is going to make or break you too. You know, so that that's always a good thing too, the video, the visuals. That's why I haven't dropped ahead of the game yet because I don't want to make that. And I don't want to, I don't even want to waste that. I want to go to a, a big, big budget. Like, you know, hopefully even blessings. I know there's a long shot, but even like a, you know what's his name? Uh, the guy from uh, that shoot all that that shoot Kanye West and Jay Z video, that shot Nas video, the New York guy. Oh, uh, Hi Hi Williams, Hi Williams, Hi Williams, yeah, 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 Hi Williams. You know what I mean? Like some stuff yeah, like Hi Williams. Yeah, some Hi yeah. Williams. Take it back to that because that visual do matter though. You yeah, know, like yeah. people can just shoot it in front of your yard and get them views. Some people can though. Because, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, sure. it's always about image, too. If you look good, they're going to just look at the shit because they like you, you know. But I want to go in on it. That dope, though, you know what I mean? So it's got to have a dope visual, you know what I mean? I just think, you know. It can like, be just you... in front of a liquor store. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm waiting And then the second, third quarter, man, is rocking the Diary of a Hustler. We're we, we going to get this popping this year, man. This is the the good look, man, you know, and everything. And I really do appreciate it. I was waiting, man. I was like, man, I'm, you know. I hit all my fans, people listening, you know, we got to get this going, man. This is a good year. This is a, a blessing for hip-hop and just rapping, just for the culture itself, you know. Like yes, the culture sir. depends on us. You know, we as far as us, as far as the producer, the, the disc jockey, the DJs, the artists, the promoters, we got to get it cracking again for music, you know. No right, exactly, man, exactly. So, Sir Jones, man, where can everybody reach at? Uh, Facebook. Pretty much, that's that's yeah. like my brand and brother. I'm I'm scrolling through it right now. That's back uh, backslash Sir Jones. That's S I R R Jones. You know, I'm always live or even you can check me on my website, SirJones.com. So, I got all my links to there too. Okay. Hey, so look, you want to send any shout outs, man? Man, I want to shout out to Herman Watson. I want to yeah. give a shout out to Graffiti Talk Radio. Shout out to Rapping Forte. Shout out yeah. to everybody that's moving. Shout out to my boy Seven Dollars. Shout out to my boy D Mac. Shout out to to everybody that's just doing their thing and just keep positive. And shout out to music in general. You know this year is going to be a great year for music, and you know the independent people. So shout out to all the indie artists as well out there doing your thing. No doubt. All right, 
All right, and uh, and they, if it bummer club, you got something you want to ask, man? Yeah, yeah. Before we get out of here, can you drop some bars for us, man? Acapella bars. Okay, I knew. I kind of figured I was coming, but let me go. Let me let me let me go with this one. Let me see what I'm gonna throw for you. You ready? Yes, sir. All right, let's go. This is the diary of a hustler. Blood, sweat, and tears. Working from a customer. What do I see? No peace in the streets. No love from police. They's killing brothers for selling CDs. Preach. They say the revolution shall be televised. No one is George Washington, so I guess we all telling lies. You can tell the truth. Tell the real if you love me, but most of them is fake, so they probably tell the tubby. Life too precious, but know that God love you. So much stress, just know we all hurting. And never give up and keep your wheels rolling and keep your head focused. Keep your eye on your goal. Yeah. Yeah, man, yeah. that's what's up, man. Yeah, and there you have it, hip hop head. There you have it, hip hop head. Yeah, you know that. That's, that's a couple bars. I could have came deeper, but you know, I just had to let him know. You know, give him a little taste. Can't give it that's all to him on the first. Up, that's what's up, sir Jones. I appreciate right. that, baby. I appreciate that. No problem, man. And there you have it, hip hop head. You know, we got a. One hour of upcoming artists, man, and you heard it here first on Graffiti Talk Radio, home of the hip-hop backstories. Peace and that old-school hip-hop live forever. Hip-hop live forever, baby. 100. Hey, thank you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.